Hello and welcome to the Shout Out Podcast with Dan and Dan. Today's episode is once again brought to you by Glimpsos, the one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Visit the showroom and you'll be amazed by the range and quality of their products, as well as the great customer service led by Paul. Located at 24 to 28 Port Wakefield Road, Jeps Crossed, open seven days a week. Great stuff at uh, Glimpse Oz. Yeah, you've used it before? Uh, Jackie and I are currently uh, getting our floors redone um, and they've been very helpful and we can't wait to get them installed, so very excited. Brilliant, great stuff at Glimpse Oz. Uh, welcome to my co-host, Dan. How was, uh, how was your weekend, mate? Um, yeah, pretty uneventful. I uh, do have uh, a moment that was quite funny and um, a bit of a shout out to someone as well. Yeah. Jackie and I went down to a Bunnings um, just to try and find like a, a fence to try and stop our cat from getting out because we're starting to let him outside now. Yep. Little Ollie's getting adventurous. Do you want to give a shout out? Ollie's had a shout out before, but he can have as many as he um Great he, he deserves them. Yeah. And anyway, so we bought this uh, fence and we paid for it, and then we walked out to the car, and then we worked out that I brought my car and it just wasn't going to fit in my car. Right. So. Jackie's like, oh, I'm going to have to drive home and get my car. And I'm like, no, no, it'll fit. So I've just spent, you know, probably a minute to two to three, four minutes putting the seats down, trying to fit it in, trying all these different angles. And then a random act of kindness from Tyson. Just the Tyson. Tyson. Just someone walking past. Uh, and he said, that's not going to fit. And <laughs> immediately I'm like, all right. Piss off, Tyson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like pretty grumpy at this stage. This other smart ass has come past. And then he's like, do you want me to just drop it to your house? We've got nothing to do. We live around the corner, so we'll just drop it to your house. And you didn't I th- even know where you lived? Nah. Wow. And I thought, wow, what a what a great bloke. What a random act of kindness. And um, yeah, uh, he dropped it off to the house. And, you know, on the way home, like, he might be stealing this. Uh-oh. But um, nah, he, uh, he got there at the same time as us. And that was really nice. So... Shout out to Tyson and shout out to everyone that does those sort of things. He'll be listening, surely. Definitely. I told him I'd give him a shout out. Wow. What about yourself, mate? Do you have a, a story similar? Um, I'm I'm always doing random acts of kindness, you Thought know. You would. Um, you know, letting people through at um when I'm driving past and yeah. stuff. Um, I've done the whole give someone my old, my parking ticket uh, when that's, when there's still a bit left on it yeah, before. It's like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not much, but it's it's the little things yeah. I, I think. So maybe we we put it out there to the listeners um, as a as a bit of a challenge, much yeah. like the Strava challenge. Yep, still waiting for a couple of those, but <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. Don't worry. Um, but maybe you know, challenge yourself to do a random act of kindness that gives you great karma. Um, let's make the world a better place. Let's do that. And I don't want to sound like a um, Enoughy, and I'm sure hoops the same. We don't want to tell people what to do, but let's uh, let's get some positivity going. Absolutely, that's what we're that's what we're about here at the Shout Out Podcast. Um, I had an interesting moment on on the weekend. I I went to the shops, um, the supermarket. We had a um, a piece of meat that uh, went completely off. Had an absolute nightmare um, cooking this tomahawk steak. When I was at the counter um, returning the meat. This guy was just standing there at the counter as well and, and kind of just started looking at me and I was... Wait, you returned the meat? Yeah. Okay. It was off. You cooked it? Yeah. But they... Yeah, it stank. It was disgusting. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's go back. But let's... Uh, <laughs> let's take let's take it back. I bought I bought this, this tomahawk steak, cryovac bag, 
um, you know, 40 bucks it costs. Me and my housemate, we're going to have this romantic night, a glass of red, um, you know, some duck fat, roast potatoes, broccolini. Um, so I bought, I bought this meat, I opened up the packaging, and the smell was horrendous. Mm-hmm. It completely ruined the night. Um, so shout out to, to Uber Eats for saving us um, in the end there. But I, I was returning this the meat, um, and, yeah, this guy was just looking at me at the counter, and I'm like, I do not recognize this bloke at all. But he, he came up to me and just, you know, raised the eyebrows. And he's like, how you been, mate? <laughs> oh, yeah, not not bad. Your execution of raising the eyebrows just then was perfect. <laughs> With a video blog going. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, who is this? And he's like, so uh, you you're still, playing, uh, you're still playing footy? And I was like, oh, a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm playing out at... Uh, Playing out at the Hectorville at the moment, um, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, right." He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad training at the moment, isn't it, with all this um, coronavirus and everything?" Which it is, absolutely. And I'm just like, "Yeah." And um, I, I returned my food, and <laughs> the, the conversation has continued <laughs> as he's followed me to my car in the car park, just having a chat about about this thing. Um, and I'm just like, "All right, mate, gotta go." And I got in the car and. And I still have absolutely no idea who this bloke was. And so shout out to him. Yep. If he wants to come come forward and let me know. I felt really bad. What would you do in that situation? The guy's just, yeah. you know, he knows you. You're not sure who it is. Would you just go, sorry, mate, I'm actually not quite sure who you are. Or would you continue no, on and yeah. just pretend? I think um, it's probably something that if at the start you said, Sorry, mate, I've forgotten who you are. Yeah. And then he said, "Oh, it's so and so." Then you'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you." But what It'd if what fine, if even then you did? No, no, but like I'm the same. I wouldn't do that. I'm too scared of hurting his feelings. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I'd just go along with it, and you know, you could probably invite him to your house and say, "Yep, yeah, come down." So yeah, uh, I think uh, it's amazing. I if I go to a party and I'm ninety eight percent sure I know the person's name next to me. Yeah, I still won't say their name. Give them a mate until yeah. it's a hundred percent sure because I'm scared I'm gonna. Yeah. I did once get someone's name wrong and they hated it and oh, I called. They a, won't forgive you. I called a JMO Jono, mm. and I was just like, I've known this guy for five years. Ouch. So um, yeah, gets me anxious trying to say people's names at parties. Yeah, it's a it's a big risk sometimes, and yeah, I, I'm the same as you. And other people just go for it and they get it completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there were some people with that. We actually we had a we had an old um old B grade footy coach who just could not get anyone's name right. He used to call a guy called Gubby Grubby. Um he used to call people called me hoops, he called me doobs. Um what was some of the I can't remember some of the other names. There was a um a uh Shields, <laughs> he called Shieldsy. Yeah. I um used to, uh, I I've got some good friends from uh, St. Iggy's and St. E's lads introduced me to another St. E's guy maybe four or five times. Yep. And then the next time he goes, I see him, he goes, oh, how are you going, Dave? Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Daniel, but okay. I used to get it all the time at work, especially over the phone. They'd go, oh, what's your name? Dan. Oh, Stan. Yeah, yeah whatever. He's <laughs> gone cold. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back. Just a chat. Truly yours. Your biggest fan. This is Stan. So, yeah, just ask people's names. I think we have to. Um, 
Which brings us to our brand new segment on shout outs. Please, uh, do, please we have a, do we have a jingle? Uh, we'll get one. Impersonation of the week. Thank you. <laughs> this week's impersonation um, I'll be doing is uh, all-round funny guy, comedian. Um, he's in the podcast game and radio game as well. Dave Hughes. Brilliant. Here goes. I hear you do a mean Hughesy. I do. I actually, my best one is my Alan Rickman, which will be coming up in in future episodes. But um, teaser. We'll we'll stick with Hughesy for now. Ordered a pepperoni pizza. Didn't get any pepperonis. Now I'm mad. I'm really angry. <laughs> and that's uh. Is that a quote? <laughs> As you said that before. Um... I could have swore that was Dave Hughes sitting alongside me. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, everyone. So. Um, there's your first instalment of Impersonation of the Week. We've had um, Dr. Phil and... Yeah, I did Morgan Freeman Morgan Freeman as, as well. So, so dropped him in there. We've drip fed it. I think um, I'm not good at impersonations, but I like doing them. Mm-hmm. So And that's all it is. Yeah. Now we'll take a word from the sponsor. Oh, waterfall. Nice front yard. Thanks, Hoops. Yeah, got it done last November. Shit, who did that? Oh, the blokes from O'Malley Outdoor Creations, they came out, got rid of all the shit that was there, and uh, put some lawn down, put a hedge down. It's beautiful. I love what I see. Bloody hell, I might give them a call. How do I get in touch with them? Well, I reckon they've uh, got an Instagram page, Facebook page, and uh, you could probably have a look on the website as well. Brilliant. I'm going to get in touch with them today. Good idea. Now, we've had uh, one of our loyal uh, listeners uh, slide into our DMs. Thank you very much. This we've got a question for our uh, our co-host Waterfall today. This is from uh, former A grade coach Tom Wigley. You know Tom Wigs, great lad. Yes, very good, very good. Um, now he wanted to know, Dmac, what would you prefer to see, a Kangaroos premiership, or for New Zealand to win the Cricket World Cup? <laughs> well, I've already seen New Zealand win the Cricket World Cup. Uh, I saw that this year. Last year, 2019? No. no. Yeah. They lost to England. No, I think I still remember... <laughs> they lost um, to England in the Super Bowl. Ben Stokes missed that misfield and yeah, New Zealand won. No, I'm a very big New Zealand um, cricket fan. Why is that? Uh, just a good team, good honest team. Uh, always been one to go for the underdog and their success in the recent years with um, Brendan McCullum, my uncle, and also Kane Williamson <laughs> taking over as captain. Excuse me. Brendan McCullum's your uncle? Yep. Unbelievable. It's different spelling, but somehow, um, yeah, he actually is my uncle. So, yeah. But I have been a massive North Melbourne tragic, and I would have to answer North Melbourne um, just because they're so far away from winning. They won before I perish. Hang on. We've got to knock at the door. D-Mac, do you mind, uh, do you mind grabbing the door, please? Yeah. This is huge. Uh, we, I think we've got a live sponsor coming in. Who's here? Would you would you like to come in for a sec? We've, oh, he's he's live. Come on in. We've we've actually got one of our sponsors who's just come into the studio right now. Take a, take a seat. Well, he he has to be brief. He's yeah he's in a rush here. But you want to put your headphones on? That you got the microphone set up. Please welcome to the show, John O'Kerner from Kerner Wines. Wow. G'day, g'day. How are you? Thanks for having me. Not a problem. This is unexpected. This is very unexpected. Get right up, nice and close to the microphone. What are you up to today? Mate, uh, delivering a little bit of wine and showing a little bit of wine. So Beautiful. Just about to head to Uteberry for an 11am meeting. Beautiful. Wow. Would you like to uh, 
tell us a little bit about uh, about Kerner Wine. Kerner Wine, Jesus, you put me on the spot here, boys. Um, <laughs> Kerner Wine, a little uh, little partnership between my brother and I. Yep. Started back in 2014, so we grew up in the Clare Valley, um, running around the vineyards, you know, as you do as kids, yep. little yep. farm boys. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we didn't have any livestock there, Daniel, but um, yeah, we just we just normally. Uh, drank wine. Yeah, that's what we did. But uh, as a kid, did you pick uh, the grapes? We did pick the grapes. We uh, yeah, we worked in the vineyard one week of every holiday, um, which we did not like at all. But um, at the end of the day, we fell in love with wine. Yeah, um, it's a it's a and that and that shows in your product. It's full of love. <laughs> we find that's that's what it is. Um, so obviously you can't pick a favourite wine, but if you were to give. Uh, choice of what dan and i should try first what should we go for tonight if we're going to crack open a bottle oh look there's two two whites in there so if you're going to drink a red and a white go the go the watervale riesling um from mum and dad's plot in watervale both 40 year old uh vines and then uh, follow it up with the claire so Beautiful. the claire's a nice little red blend um cab sav malbec Grenache Cab Franc. That sounds really good. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to tonight. That's going to be outstanding. I love a red (laughs) blend. You guys are shocking. (laughs) (laughs) How's the the setup? Oh, you like it in the lair? Yeah. Welcome to the lair. (laughs) Jono's just um, walked into an on set filming, (laughs) recording. Yeah. We've got the microphone and um, headphones are ready for him. So this has been a great plug. And just had no idea it was coming. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. They had no idea it was coming either. We knew it was coming. You didn't. <laughs> no, no, Thank you very good. much. No, I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, sorry for not being more prepared. But no, uh, you got to get no. the Uderberry, mate. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, Th- thanks for having me. No, not a problem. Beautiful. Thank you, mate. Cheers, boys. Cheers. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, Waterfall. What are you drinking there? Mm. It's a 2019 Clare Valley Vermentino from the Kerner Wines. Hoops, you got to try this stuff. Let me get you a glass. Yeah. It's a really crisp and clean drop and really drinkable. I don't th- normally drink white, but this is a five out of five for me. What do you think, Hoop? Yeah, it's beautiful. You can really taste the quality and love they put in the wine. You're absolutely right. And did you know the Kerner brothers were winners of the 2019 Young Guns of Wine Award? I didn't, but after tasting this... I can certainly see why. Well, for a limited time, our listeners can get a discount on this and many other great bottles from Kerner. Oh, really? That's amazing. How? Just go to www.kernerwine.com.au, put in your order and put in the discount code SHOUTOUT and you'll get 20% off. That's amazing. Kerner Wine. Great stuff. Uh, where were we? So you gave me the first one. Yes, uh, Tom Wigley gave you that question. So, uh, kangaroos was your response, I believe. I'd love to see North Melbourne win a flag. Although we've actually, um, yeah, with the connection to the New Zealand cricket team, we've used them quite a few times when we play Ricky Ponning cricket so, on the PlayStation or Xbox. So, anyone knows Hoop and I's friendship, it is basically bound by Ricky Ponting's International Cricket 2005. On the Xbox. So, so uh, we played twice this year, probably eight or nine times last year. It's... When uh, well, there was one year when we were, I think we were both at uni, we were playing pretty much once a week at least. And I was I was like playing by myself, trying to get better. 
<laughs> and there was a while where I was better than you. Yeah, not, not anymore. Not so much anymore. But um, I'd always bring over a packet of barbecue shapes. You'd have the cooler cordial ready to go. And um, what an afternoon! You know, you couldn't be Pakistan. Yeah, because Shoy Bakhtar bowls 160 k. Active special ball as well is a um. He, he runs in to bowl 160 k's, and then you can pull yep. it to 80 k's. <laughs> so you you play so early in LBW every time. Bit of slow ball there. So um, yeah, RPIC, great game. Let's give it a shout out. Yeah, yeah, absolute massive shout out to uh, yeah, um, to to Ricky Ponting Cricket. I think if anyone wants to challenge us, I've I've heard that the uh, the crew at Loverboy want to challenge us to a game. So wow. Shout out to Loverboy um, on uh, on Highley Street, one of the best nightclubs going around. So. Massive shout out to them. Keen to get that going. Absolutely. Do you think they would have played before? What's that? Do you think they would have played before? I think they're as big a fans as we are. So that It is we... interesting to note that for a while, Gilb was better than me. No, I was better than Gilb. Then Gilb was better than me and it mm. got no fun. So we just started playing as a team. We cracked it. So now we're just playing as the same team. Yeah. Um, now, Tom Wigley has another question for you. He says, he wants to know your thoughts on the uh, on the Michael Jordan, the last, the last dance documentary that's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to know your thoughts on it. Uh, in particular, uh, Scotty Pippen refusing to go on when uh, Phil Jackson said Tony Kuko would take the last shot rather than uh, rather than Scotty Pippen. This is a game that Jordan wasn't playing. What are your thoughts? Um, I've seen the first two episodes. <laughs> this I've, happens in I, about episode five. <laughs> I'm not one to get onto something straight away. I want to watch it um, all at once. So. Um, I loved the first two episodes. Jackie even enjoyed it as well. Um, good TV. Michael Jordan um, was a superstar, an icon, um, and he mm. still is. So uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, it's an interesting question, Wiggs. I don't know how it ties into anything to do with me. <laughs> uh, Scotty Pippen, I've got a lot of respect for. He's um, certainly the second best player on that team, and I would agree with that he should be angry. I, I, I guess coming from a footy background, it's always team first. Yep. Um, superstars don't win titles. Um, teams do, so... There's no I in team. There is in championship, though. Yes. There's a few. There's a, there's a me in team, too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as a, as, a, as a footballer, I'd say, shut up, Scotty. <laughs> shut up, Scotty. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> and thank you, Tony Kuko, for winning the game for the boys. That Brilliant. sounds like a made-up name. Tony Kuko, he's Croatian, I think. Yeah. Okay. Shout out. Shout out to Tony. Um, now, we've read in the news that hooking up in pubs is going to be banned. Yeah, so I can... Um, I can't mention the source, but... <laughs> is, it, is it Daily Mail again? <laughs> <laughs> hooking up at pubs in Australia is now banned amid coronavirus crisis. Jesus. Now, this is not an issue for me at all. I have a lovely girlfriend and... Her and I's relationship is as strong as ever. Yep. But for yourself, you're not going to be able to um, pick up for a little while. Mm. If you were to go to a pub and try and pick up a lady, I think I've heard that you've got a quite a good story. I had a story that I used to use. Now, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't necessarily to pick up girls. It was just more to just see it, get a reaction out of people. I was doing this to guys as well, this story. Um, so... Can we play it out live on air? Maybe I'll pretend that you're the the victim as it was. Okay. You're the person that I'm uh, I'm saying it to. So I, I would start, I would go, oh, so um, so what do you do for work? Uh, physio. Oh, yeah. Yep. Cool. And then, then you would, then it would What do be, you do? Oh, what, what do I, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
Oh, no, tell me. Nah, nah, it's, don't worry about it because it's stupid. Well, no, everyone just laughs at me and I'm, it's just, uh, I'm sick of it. Just don't worry about it. No, I, I do want to hear. Nah, it. it's, no, because when I bring it up, you'll just, you laugh and it's just not worth it. So just don't worry about it. Okay, I promise you I won't laugh. Just tell nah, me. No, don't worry about it. Just, okay. all right, I'll tell you. All okay, right. so, so I'm not sure um, if you know much about planes, but um, at the air, at um, where the zoo is located, um, the flight path is directly over the top of the zoo. Okay. So, um, I I actually work in the in the penguin enclosure um, at the zoo, um, and and once again, I'm not sure if you know much about penguins, but they're they're a very inquisitive animal. Okay. Um, and and when they set their eyes on something, they fixate on it, um, and they can't look away. So, um, unfortunately, just due to the location of the zoo, um, the the penguins um, when they hear the noise of the plane, they they waddle out. They waddle out in. in <laughs> <laughs> and they and they look up in the air and they they see the flo- the planes going over the top and they they keep watching it keep watching it keep watching it goes over their head and they and then they fall on onto their backs and <laughs> the way that a penguin is they they kind of move around and they they can't quite get up by themselves oh so, really so what I do is I um I walk up to the penguin and I and I and I flip it back up so my my official job title is a penguin flipper. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like such a rewarding job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I love I love all the penguins down the zoo. So. And that was my story that I used to roll with and somehow the amount of people that would believe that story is, is unbelievable. Um yeah. but I can't say I ever picked anyone up with that story. Um but it was just a fun thing to do when I was Yeah. Out. I used to um just for a bit of a laugh tell people that I used to um I was part of the band the cat uh, the cat empire. The cat empire, yes. I was the, the, I was the trumpet player. <laughs> So that was just a nice little conversation starter. I think yeah. a few people believe me. You show them a few of your trumpet moves, or yeah, yeah. I just get the um, the fingers going. Uh, yep. Shout out to Tim Keenahan, my Year Five uh, trumpet teacher. Shout out to Tim Keenahan. Uh, wow, yeah, that's he, a name I haven't heard for a while. He's actually um, Oliver Wilkie's uh, <laughs> gardener. You kidding? <laughs> yep. Wow. Shout oh. out to Ollie Wilkie's garden. Yep. Wow, it's great. It's beautiful. Is it? If you, I'm not going to tell you the location, but if you're ever in Walkerville, it's one of those. <laughs> Oh god! Um, online shopping disasters. I believe you've had uh, some, yeah. some issues in the past. So I just wanted to um, say that we had the great Bo Williamson on the show last, and it was great and great feedback. So thanks for Bo for coming on. But it took us a while to get him on because I'd ordered a microphone online, mm. and I'd ordered the uh, black blue ice microphone and i actually in the packaging i got the white one which yep. isn't an issue but there was a, a lady on the box so i think it is so there's male and female so. microphones okay. maybe maybe to do with the frequency of the voice right but that got me thinking what other things have i bought online that um wasn't a successful You've had a, you've had a bit of a crack online, haven't you, over the years? I've learnt my lesson. I tend to steer clear of it. It's, it's somewhere that you've uh, you've really given a crack to. So in early days, maybe twenty or twenty one years old, I bought a PS three. Yep. Never came. Oh. And I was like, oh, I spent three hundred fifty dollars on this PS three. Why isn't it coming? Yeah. Looked up the history of the buyer on eBay. Turns out they're from Yemen. Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> and, is that uh, where Chandler moved to in friends in Yemen? Yeah. Um. So the Yemen PS3 never arrived. Yeah. And so did the Fool's tickets that I spent five hundred bucks on. Oh. They, they never came either from uh, 
Samantha Dooney of, I don't know, somewhere made up name. I think she was from Port Lincoln, maybe. She is not getting a shout out. No, she owes me $500. If you are listening, give, give him his money back. I'm not over it. No. Have you got anything of that? That similarity? No, I'm still having issues trying to sell my phone. Um, at the moment, I'm I'm getting some some terrible offers. But uh, but as I said, I I try to steer clear. But um, maybe to the listeners out there, um, on the shout outs, uh, slide into the DMs and and let us know what what some of your online shopping disasters yeah, are. Yeah, great idea. We can get uh, get that going. So, um, which brings us to everybody's favourite segment. This is absolutely blowing up online, and everyone is just. Everyone just waits through the rest of our episode just to get here. Um, don't skip through. Yeah, don't skip through. <laughs> Go through it. But here it is, once again, DMAX Top 5. It's DMAX Top 5. So we're, um, things on TV are starting to heat up. Uh, we're getting glimpses of Big Brother shorts. Yep. Big Brother's not far away from our television sets at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Is it Channel 7 having a go this time? Yes. Because Channel 10 originally, Channel 9 had a go. Yeah. I think it's Channel 7 having a try. Yeah, Sonia Kruger um, was hosting a go. this year. Yeah. Related to Freddy Kruger? Very similar. Um, I actually read somewhere the other day that Mike Goldman was coming back again. Oh, great. For a bit of up late action. Um, so we're going to go with the top five biggest moments on Australian Big Brother history. Wow. My big, biggest moments. It is your opinion. Yep. So I the, the show started in 2001. I was eight. And so you've got to bear with me that I'm probably only going to be good from about season three onwards. But some honourable mentions. So Gretel started dating uh, Saxon, an ex-housemate in season three. He was really? ni- 19 years younger than Gretel. I had no idea that happened. Um, in season one, there was the dancing doona incident where um, Pete and Christina got under the covers and everyone on up late had to see what was going on there. Right. Corey Worthington entered the Big Brother house in season eight. Shout out to Corey, the biggest partier on earth. His glasses aren't coming off. <laughs> Take off those glasses and apologise to everybody that you frightened, to the police who were forced to retreat and whose cars have been damaged, and to the community who have had to pay for this. Take your take off your glasses and apologise to us. I'll say sorry, but I'm not taking off my glasses. Why not? Cause they're famous. Because your glasses are famous. Yeah. Why are your glasses famous? I know everyone likes them, so I know I'm not taking them off. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? Yeah, my parents aren't, but I am. Okay, Corey, we've got to wrap this up, but what would you say to other kids who were thinking of partying when their parents are out of town? Get me to do it for you. Get you to do it for you. Not don't do it. Nah, get me to do it for you. Best party ever so far. That's what everyone's been saying, so... Well, we've got to go, but I suggest you go away and uh, take a good, long, hard look at yourself. I have. Everyone has. They love it. Um, celebrity Miriam. Uh, the she had the show. There's something about Miriam. Yeah, is that right? And she came on the big in the Big Brother house for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was transgender, and it was probably a little bit politically incorrect. But that's yep. 2020. Looking back at it. Yeah. Uh, another honourable mention is just hot dogs. Hot dogs uh, in general. 
my one of my idols, one of my nicknames from the great man himself, Simon Deering um, from season five. He's actually a real estate agent now as well. Did you we, ever we follow the same path? The Up Late Game Show. Yeah, quite regularly. Me and um, Joe Princey used to watch it <laughs> in school holidays, just religiously. We just watched hot dogs at work. Hello and welcome to the Up Late Game Show. My name's Simon Deering, and as per usual, I'll be looking after all of you guys for the next ninety minutes. Now, you might be sitting at home watching the TV thinking, oh, my God, hot dogs is more excited than usual. Um, and I didn't see season 10, but I'm told that Tully cheating on, his, on her girlfriend with Drew is a massive moment. So I didn't see t- season 10. So now the, the boyfriend wasn't actually in the house at the time, were they? they were, yeah, so she went in the house with... Yeah, but I think the boyfriend broke up with her... Uh, via online okay so she could see it yeah right oh, I don't know so number five from season five the boys do a reverse kanga in the women's toilet <laughs> let's, let's just remember this is this show is PG so <laughs> so um, I saw this episode when I was about 12 years old and found out what a reverse kanga is yeah um, don't look it up if you don't know <laughs> uh, in this episode uh, Dean decides to start fandom, phantom kanga in which he challenges the boys to leave a kanga in the girls' toilets right. until someone is caught. Um, Very mature. Kenny Wills did this on a Melbourne trip to uh, a volleyball trip to Melbourne. Right, shout left, out. Left one in the teacher's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kenny Wills. It is a session. Timmy, do you want to take minutes? What we're going to do is I will be laying a reverse kanga in their toilet. And we thought we might make a game of it call it the phantom kanga where we either take it in turns of doing kangas in there always rock off and the person that gets caught we have a punishment that's decided no make it they just take the blame for all of it yeah all right they have to take the whole blame for all the shits now what are the uh number four season six the logan twins pretend to be one person yes i remember these two yep so the series served up a big twist um, when they got a set of twins to pretend to be one person. The, uh, the funny thing was, though, they weren't actually identical twins. Mm. They don't look that similar. So how, how it worked was one would go in for like a day and then the other one would go in yeah. for a day. Yeah. Great TV. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were called out after a few days, um, but this didn't spoil their chances as actually Greg, mm. Logan Greg, yeah. ended up winning the season. Wow. So, what a turn of events. Big moment for Big Brother. Shout out. See, uh, number three, it's starting to get better now. <laughs> Bree accidentally gets evicted, season four. Accidentally? Yeah. So, um, what happened was uh, fan favourite Bree was evicted about halfway through the series because um, Gretel Colleen failed to count the votes properly. Wait, so not only is Gretel going to host the show, she actually has to count too? I know. Wow. She got it wrong. So, um, <laughs> She's probably knackered, yeah. <laughs> You can see it. Yeah. Um, so she was tipped to win um, and her getting voted out uh, halfway through was a bit of a shock and then they realised on the Monday after she got evicted on the Sunday that she was actually um, wrongly done and she was put back on the show, which wow. she was happy about because the $1 million was on the line. Controversial. Number two. Season four, Merlin's Refugee Protest. Merlin. They had some names on this show, didn't they? So, Big Brothers Australia's most woke housemate of all time <laughs> had one of the biggest moments I can remember in TV history, let alone Big Brother. 
Season 4's Merlin used his eviction to protest the mandatory detention of asylum seekers under the Howard government. He stuck gaffer tape over his mouth, holding up the sign, Free the Refugees. Merlin. 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 Are you going to speak? Sit down and be quiet. Merlin, can I ask you a simple mathematical question? This segment is five minutes long. Are you going to speak at all? What followed was the most awkward eviction interview of all time, where Gretel Colleen tried to get Merlin to speak. Even though it wasn't very successful towards the cause, you have to admit it started a conversation. And we're still talking about it. That must have been so hard for poor Gretel trying to have a, an interview with someone who's not talking. Did you remember that? Yeah. I remember it very well. Yeah. I think it was at my grandparents' house. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Peter and Mel if you're listening. Yep. Now, number one's controversial. We don't want to dwell on it too much. I've got a feeling I know what it is. <laughs> Season six, the turkey slap. Yeah. <laughs> not encouraged. So... We're anti-turkey slaps big, on this show. Big anti-anything to do with this. Yep. The biggest moment in Australian t- reality TV history, one male housemate held down a fellow female housemate so that a second male housemate could um, turkey slap the female. Don't look it up. I think if this happened in 2020, these lads would be in jail. Absolutely. Instead, they were forced to leave the house and although police investigated, um, no charges were laid. The Prime Minister at the time, John Howard, criticised the show heavily and said it was a great opportunity for Channel 10 to get rid of this stupid program forever. Wow, cop that. Little bouncer from John Howard and we know he can bowl a few. <laughs> uh, the show was not punished for this incident um, as the video was never shown um, on the screens. It was only ever found online. Mm. But I think you could argue, certainly, that it's fair to say that Big Brother never reached the same heights following this incident. Absolutely. So that's my top five uh, biggest moments in Big Brother Australian TV history. Thank you very much, DMAC. Another brilliant, uh, another brilliant top five. Send us through some, um, some on the uh, DMs. I'd like to get some fan top fives going. Yeah, we could even get maybe like a poll going, and uh, the the fans decide what the top five. That would um, be that'd be huge. Numbers are. So yeah, we get like three votes for one and <laughs> two for the other with all our with all our fans. So. Brilliant. So um, that brings an end to the uh, today's show. We'd like to give a few shout-outs um, before we go. Um, Maybe do it in Dave Hughes' voice. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's a shout-out from Hughesy. Um, firstly, I'd like to give a, a shout-out to, uh, to G-Unit, Big Ange. Uh, we used to go to school together. Um, he wanted to give a shout-out to the Margarita Pizza, um, which, which he calls a candid culinary classic. He does, so... Who else we got? Uh, shout out for to a G Unit. Yep. Who else we got there? Um, shout out to Dan Franzon, 21 yep. in June. Yes. Happy birthday. You would have had that by now. So, uh, yes. Happy birthday, Franzon. Hope you celebrated accordingly. Um, 10 people at a time. Always. Um, we want to give a shout out to Veggie Living AU Instagram page. They're a big fan of the show. So, give them a follow if you're a fan of... Uh, Growing a few veggies in the garden. I know, I know, I am in the lair here. We've got um, mm. got some basil growing there, lemons, limes, a bit of parsley. What else? A bit of cauliflower, some broccolini. If you'd like to come in for dinner, great. Yeah. And um, shout out to 
probably the biggest shout out. Yeah. City Beats. City Beats. We what want is- massive shout out to City Beats. City Beats is a horse that uh, that myself and Waterfall have bought into, as well as a few other mates. Who else is in there? Uh, we got Josh Moyle, um, Will O'Malley, O'Malley, Charlie O'Malley. Yes, Ollie Bowler, uh, Tom Wilson and as well. Damo Moyle. Damo Moyle's our trainer, so huge shout out to Damo. We know he'll be treating her well, him or her, up at the stables as we speak. So um, him, him. Okay, City Beats. So um, he's come out of the uh, paddock. He's looking real, yeah, beefy and um, heard good things yeah, about so. City Beats. So keep keep your eye out on the tab for uh, for City Beats. So that'll uh, that'll bring you into the show. Thank you very much once again, Waterfall, and uh, enjoy your week. See you next week. You too, mate. Catch that up.